For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. We'll go to the top of the seventh, 11-1, Cougars leading the Dons. Brent Norton, Tuckett Slade here. First game of a three-game West Coast Conference. Uh, last home series of the year for BYU. They will play another game in the state of Utah Tuesday night, 6 o'clock, up at Smith Ballpark. So uh, for all those fans that want to head up there next week, that should be good. And then the Cougars on to Santa Clara next weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then on to the conference tournament the following week, it looks like. Don't want to jinx anything, but uh, popped up, foul out of play and into the crowd down the first base side. Good crowd in the ballpark tonight, 1,500. Tomorrow, if you're a Cougar Club member, just show your your credential, your Cougar Club card, and you get in for free. And then Saturday is Senior Day where they will be honoring all the seniors. Curveball up high, ball two. Jordan Wood in his seventh inning of work. He has now thrown uh, 92 pitches. And I'm sure they'd love to get him through this inning. And maybe one more. Save that bullpen for the remaining two games. Pitches inside ball three. Three balls and a strike. Uh, the lone run from San Francisco is a home run in the second inning. By Robert Emery. As Jovetic steps in, 3-1 pits over for a strike, 3-2. Jovetic 0 for 2 today. Well, actually, this is a pinch hitter. This is number, number 5. Number 5, yeah. 5 is a Jacob Westerman. He's a junior, 6-5. Ball fouled off. He is out of Seattle and a transfer from New Mexico. So Westerman into the ball game. And would imagine he is also playing in right field. Did not see that switch. Saw the switch at first base, but not in right. Here's a 3-2. Ball inside for ball four. And uh, right right now Jordan Wood's battling that uh, sun coming through the portal. He can't even see the ball coming back to Noah Hill. Now watch when he's pitching, uh, the sun reflect off his face. They've got some uh, tarping down there that I know they drop. I don't know if it's been dropped or not, but you can see Jordan right now battling that sun. Yeah, it definitely is. Tough time of night. First pitch is over for a strike. So Munoz is hitting in uh, Nell's spot. And here is Jordan Woods' pitch, a swing and a miss, 0-2. 
Munoz on the year hitting 264, 110 at bats. Has a home run, 14 RBIs. A runner at first base. 0-2 the count, nobody out. And here is Woods. Pitch up a little bit high for ball one. Yeah, sun coming out brightly now as the clouds have all cleared out. And unfortunately right now, uh, Jordan Wood, the only one really battling that sun. The stadium is blocking it for everybody else but him. There's a little crease in that uh, behind the portal going right through. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Ball lined into center field, base hit. So runners at first and second base with nobody out as Munoz singles. Yeah, good piece of hitting right there. 1-2 count and got a changeup elevated that uh, hit it right back up the middle. That'll bring uh, Thomas McCarthy to the plate. McCarthy has grounded out twice, once to the shortstop, once to Brian Sue at third base. Well, 100, put, 100 pitches now for Wood. And the first pitch is down low. Cougars have got, uh, I think, Bo Burrup up throwing the lefty down in the pen. It looks like it. Bo uh, had a great road trip for BYU. Really came on. And now back in the back in the rotation in the pen. There's the one old pitching that we were talking about. I mean, guys like Sapiti and Matthews and and uh, Zach Peterson, guys that just haven't seen much playing time. And Coach Littlewood watches them. He watches in practice. Watches how much they hustle and. How good a teammate they are, and man, if he call, he's not afraid to call their name. Yeah, he's really not, and, and it really comes down to Brent. We've talked about it all year. Is there's a couple of spots on the field that one-one pitch fly ball left field, back goes McIntyre. He'll camp under it, make the catch, four out number one. There's just some spots on the field that just haven't been won, and so coach has basically said, "Hey, just put your head down, go to work, and when you get an opportunity, be ready." And uh, he's he's proved proved that this year. Well, your whole outfield has pretty much been in there the entire year, but you've got the DH, you've got first base, you've got third base that's kind of been in flux. It has, yeah. The entire year. Now we are going to have another pinch uh, hitter, 27. That is R.J. Cordero, senior out of Santa Barbara. Played at Yavapai College down in Arizona. So Cordero, a left-hander, will step in. He'll hit for Urata. I would think this would be, if he can get through this inning, this would be it for now that he's over 100 pitches. Yeah, it definitely would be. 103. And here is Jordan Woods' pitch. Swing and a miss. Good curveball there. He's had a good breaking ball today. He's been able to locate that most of the time and really keeping these USF hitters off balance. Great time for a double play to end the the inning for him. No balls and a strike. And here is Woods' 0-1 pitch. That's down low for a ball. Game two tomorrow night, 6 o'clock here. 
Easton Walker gets the call for the Cougars. Walker 6-0 on the year, 1.30 earned run average. First time Walker's been, ERA's been over one the entire year. So the Cougars looking for the same kind of performance uh, that uh, Wood has given them tonight. Out of Walker, the uh, sophomore out of Pleasant Grove. Well, we were on the road for about three and a half weeks. That last road trip seemed like it went on forever. I just got home yesterday. You guys uh, had the advantage of getting home a day earlier. I had to go to Vegas to some meetings for a couple of days, so I got home last night. Woke up, and it's time for another game. Time for another one. (laughs) It was, though, that last road trip. Basically home for 30 hours in between the two trips. Five days at the MDR there in uh, Marina Del Rey. With a long bus trip between uh, L.A. and San Diego. One ball, two strikes to count. In the RPI, does it matter the scores of games? No, scores bad? don't matter. No, they, just they do not matter. It can be one nothing or eleven to one. Huh? Yep, just winning all all that matters, and it it's your opponent and your opponent's record. And your opponent's record against opponent. It's just crazy the formula, the way it works. San Francisco, you know, twenty seven twenty two. They played a good good schedule. Yeah, they're sitting just outside the top yeah. 100 in the RPI. 14 and 10 on the year in the conference, so they're still right in the race for one of those top four teams. And here is the 2-2 pitch popped up. Foul back straight over the top. Two balls and two strikes. To Cordero, top of the order. And Villaroman on deck. Inning started with a walk and then a single by Munoz. The fly out. And the 2 2 pitch is uh, down low, ball three. Well, you want Wood to finish strong. He's having such a good start like to see him get out of here with just the one run given up. Great to get a little double play ball right here. Three balls, two strikes. Wood looks in, and the pitch. Just off the plate, ball four. It's a good Bases take right loaded. there. That ball's close. That's a good take. Top of the order, Roman will come up. Well, two walks in a single, and all of a sudden, here they are. Bases loaded. It's probably going to be his last batter he faces right here. With the lefty on deck yeah. and, and Burr re- ready to go in the pen. If it was a lefty, I bet they'd go to him here. But because it's the righty matchup, try to let him get himself out of this jam. Miller Roman, one for three, single in the first. Flew out in the third, grounded out in the fifth. And the pitch, fly ball, Brock Hale in right. Back a couple of steps. He's got a great arm. He'll make the catch. Here comes the runner, and uh, Brock will throw to third base to keep the runner at uh, first base. So the Dons score their second run on the sacrifice fly off the bat of Villaroman, his uh, 15th RBI. 
And Mike Littlewood still. Oh, that's right. That's Winkler on deck. I thought yep. it was. Uh, Helland is the lefty. Yeah, he'll be so he'll thought. be the next guy. So Winkler steps in, another right-handed hitter. He's 0 for 3. Struck out looking his last time up. Two men out. And the pitch. Curveball drops in for a strike. This is as many pitches I think Wood has thrown the entire year. Now 112. Yeah, I think it is. Big, strong kid, senior. And he won't be pitching for another week, so let him try to get out of this inning. The 0-1 pitch is down low for a ball. Yeah, we were talking about the road trip. Uh, that's the longest in April or May that I can ever remember a BYU team having where they were at uh, the non-conference against Seattle and then up against Washington and then uh, two straight conference road trips. There's a ball hit up the middle. That's going to be through for a base hit. Run's going to score 11-3 to now the score. As Winkler singles, and that's going to be it for... Jordan Wood. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with Bober up on the hill for the Cougars right after this on your new skin, BYU Radio Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. All right, back here, Bober up is the pitcher for the Cougars as the lefty senior. Good to Great to see him back out there. Young man, 6'5", 222 out of uh, Pocatello, Idaho, and uh, pitching in his last home series for the Cougars. And uh, I think Bo could make a difference on this team going into these last few weeks as he has come out. He's been fresh, hasn't pitched much this year, but he's uh, been very effective. Yeah, I agree 100%. It's been nice to see the last couple of weeks him get going. He has struggled early, you know, and uh, but uh, got himself back into the mix. And uh, we really could use him here to finish the season. Yeah, Bo, only his fifth, sixth appearance. He's only thrown five innings this year for the Cougars. Has six strikeouts. So Burrup on with runners at first and second base. Two men out. San Francisco has scored two here in the top of the seventh. And they have runners at uh, first and second base. Two men out. And Riley Helen, the lefty, steps in. It's like he's a switch hitter. He's switched over to the right side. Yeah, Helen uh, had his hit his last time up in the sixth. And the first pitch from Burrup is uh, outside ball one. Coors also have Ben Weiss, another left-hander. That uh, hasn't thrown a whole lot this year out of... Uh, Salt Lake community. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Ball fouled off down the first base side. Cougars with four in the first, one in the third, six in the fifth. San Francisco with a solo home run in the second, and they hadn't scored until here in the seventh when they put two on the board. And Riley Helen, the number three hitter in the lineup, stepping back in. 
And the 1-1 pitch is outside for ball two. Yeah, change up running away right there. It's a big momentum spot right here. You want to shut the door right here. Only give them the two this inning. Keep your seven-run lead. You know, you let them get a couple more hits this inning. You start to make them believe a little bit. Here's the 2-1. Ground ball. Sue's got it. He'll go to first base for the easy out, and uh, San Francisco is retired. They got uh, two runs on two hits. No errors. Two runners left. We are through six and a half innings. 11-3 Cougars leading the Dons on your new skin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Go to the bottom of the seventh inning here in Provo, Larry Miller Field. Danny Jelilich will lead it off. Danny, two for two, two RBIs on the night for the center fielder. He was hit by a pitch in the first and doubled in the third and knocked in a run and singled in the fifth, an infield single, and knocked in another run. So Danny now with 11 RBIs on the year. And the pitch to Jelilich is over for a strike. Well, normally this would be a spot where Jelilich would bunt with that third baseman playing so far back he'd be safe all day. But in a seven-run lead here in the seventh, kind of one of those baseball rules that you kind of stay away from that. Here's the 1-1 pitch, and Jelilich a little slow roller out in front of the plate. Catcher's got it, throws the first, gets away from the first baseman, and here goes Jelilich. He's around. Now he's going to hold at second base. Yeah, and that's going to go down as a hit and an error. He had to beat that out with his speed. So a hit and an error for Jelilich. He's now three for three in the ball game. The error on the catcher. He knew he had to hurry. I mean, he he knew. He picked that ball up, and but he would have been safe. You're right. Man, and the he's ball so just fast. got away from the first baseman. If that ball had gone in the corner. Yeah. No, no telling where Jellich might have ended up. Brent, that ball was two feet in front of home plate, and he beat that out. That's just how fast this kid is. And you're telling me there's kids with more yeah. speed in next yeah. year's recruiting class? Yeah. One of them's a left-hander, so that helps already. There's a ball hit up Uh-oh. the middle, and that is uh, through for a base hit by Sue. Jellich is going to score easy. So Brian picking up a base hit. And his second RBI of the night, and the Cougars increase their lead to 12-3. to Hey, that a boy, Brian Sue. Get the monkey off your back and get yourself a hit. That's because that ball wasn't hit that hard. That's why. You know, the hard ones he hits are outs. Noah Hill steps in. Noah's uh, two for four. He's got a pair of singles and has scored twice. Cougars now 14 base hits in the game. And the pitch to Noah Hill is a slow curve. That's up a little bit high for a ball. One ball and no strikes to the Cougar catcher, Hill. That ball hammered by Noah Hill, deep left center field. Center fielder going back, looking up, makes the catch on the track for the out. Noah got behind that one and 
Hit it hard, but a good play by Villaroma out there made the catch. Seems like every time Noah Hill hammers the ball in the gap, he picks the wrong time to do it. If he did it earlier in the day, that might get to the wall. But later at night, it always is tougher to get the ball out of here. Now Brock Hill working on a great night. Brock two for four. His last hit, a grand slam. Now has 37 RBIs on the year. And the first pitch gets away from the catcher all the way over near the Cougar dugout. And the runner will advance on the wild pitch. Brock Hill hitting 345 as he steps in for his uh, fifth at bat. Well, it's a great time to hit right here if you're Brock. He's got a shot to catch him. (laughs) We didn't think so coming in, but he's only 12 back now. Could cut it to 10 right here. Pitch to Hill, slow curve up a little bit high. A ball and a strike. Brock, uh, one of the mysteries to me, he came off a mission, had a tremendous sophomore year, and I thought he was gone then. I still can't believe. Junior year was even better. I think he hit 380. Well, that sophomore year His sophomore or junior year. His sophomore year he hit is actually going into into the regional, he was over 400. And then after the regional, he ended up batting like 390-something, 387, something like that, and... He ended up on the year at 395 is what he ended up bat- batting that year with how many home runs? I think he had like 12 home runs and 40 RBIs that year. Unbelievable that he he is not. The pros do not see him as a, a professional baseball player. It's just yeah, 48 incredible. RBIs, 14 doubles, and 12 bombs that year. Unbelievable. I see it, he was uh, posted somewhere on Twitter. Somebody took a. Somebody from D1 Baseball or Collegiate Baseball took a video of him. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. For, it was actually perfect game as yeah, it was. And they yeah, they were saying, hey, I can't believe that some team yeah. wouldn't wouldn't take a you know a late-round draft pick on this kid. Good quick hands. It showed, showed him with an at-bat. So I was happy to see that. Maybe he'll get a little publicity and maybe get a chance. 0-1 pitch is over for a strike. I mean, I've been doing this 29 years, and I have never seen a kid with that much talent and ability. I've seen a lot. I've seen some with, in my estimation, less talent, less ability get drafted, but to have him go through three years of not being drafted. It's crazy. 0-2 the count to Clough now. Jackson has walked twice. He's also doubled in the ball game. And Clough hits one, right field. Nobody's going to get to that one. And they will hold Sue at third base. He could have scored easily there, but Coach Littlewood Holding him up. Base hit by Clough, his second of the ball game. One man out, bases loaded for Ryan Sapiti. Ryan in his last four games, that includes tonight's game, seven for 16, three doubles, two RBIs, two runs scored. And he is now hitting 364 on the year. Well, it's going to be 8 for 17 right here with uh, four more RBIs. Oh, you're calling it? I am. Pitches down low, ball one. It's a great time to hit your first home run right here. Okay, Tuck, Tuckett Slade's calling it. I am. Another grand slam, two in the same game. Young, the pitcher, the left-hander in relief, and I think he's 
he's kind of there. He's he's going to yeah. be the guy. At this point, they're just using as long as they possibly can. Save that bullpen as Sapiti takes that one over for a strike. Normally I would say that's the pitch, but he's my guy. I got faith in him right here. One and one, Sapiti uh, Bishop Gorman High School product out of uh, Las Vegas. Very good baseball program. And here's the 1-1 pitch. Curveball on the outside corner. Strike two called. Well, now you just have to battle. It's a good pitch right there. One ball and two strikes. And Grant Young. The left-handed pitch is outside for ball two. A little close to take right there. Cougars nine seniors on this team, as we'd mentioned. I think six of them were out involved in the game tonight with Young on the mound. Or with yeah. um, Jordan Wood on the mound. And now Burrup in the game. The only thing you do now is just need uh, Burrup and uh, Jacobson. They'd all be in. Two balls, two strikes. Ball hit hard. Shortstop makes a good play. Throw to second for one. The return to first, not in time. So Sapiti picks up a RBI on the ground out. 13-3 now for BYU. Ball, again, ball hit hard to he's, he's taken two hits away from Sapiti today. Two balls smashed at him, and he's able to backhand. Or Sapiti would be uh, five for five. Yeah. RBI for Sapiti, though. He's uh, now got to two on the year, and uh, McIntyre now steps in with runners at the corners. Cougars now with uh, 13 runs on 15 base hits, and the pitch to McIntyre is over for a strike. Well, the Dons scored two in the top of the seventh. The Cougars answer right back with two of their own. Tomorrow night, same time, 6 o'clock, Cougars and the Dons. Walker will get the start for BYU. Curveball just off the plate. One and one the count. We're always talking about how the Thursday game is so important. Set the tone. You can win... You can't sweep unless you win game one, right? And uh, be able to, to win tonight gives you a chance to do what you want is to win the series and uh, puts you in a real good spot. I don't know if San Francisco has announced their starter. Scott Parker we know has been the other full-time guy. He's, he's got 11 starts. I think he's Saturday, isn't he? Uh, no, Parker, I think, is going tomorrow, tomorrow, and then they haven't announced a, a Saturday. They've had three or four different guys throw yeah. on Saturday, so... So Parker, six wins, three losses on the year, an ERA of 4.34 will go tomorrow in his 12th start against Walker. Curveball drops in, two and two the count. Cougars coming back home and playing very well here in Provo. Home cooking, uh, their own beds, something. It's got them playing really well here tonight. Here's the 2-2 pitch from Young, and uh, McIntyre fouls that one off. Would have been throwing 55-mile-an-hour breaking pitches. 81 looks about 101, so McIntyre was a little tardy on that one. 
Tuck, you're the director of baseball. We've got a few lights out up on those. Uh, Trust me, I know. <laughs> left Trust center, me, I right know. center field uh, I know. alleys. I'm not sure. I can't see the ones behind home plate here, but there's a ball squibbed down the third baseline foul. I'm trying to get uh, trying to get the new light system, that LED system. Ooh. You know, that's what we're trying to work on here. So we don't want to spend the money to replace those lights. We want to just try to get a whole new set. But it's pretty expensive. And for those of you who have not seen that, that is about it they, is awesome. They've got them up at uh, Smith Ballpark, but it's a little odd up there because the light towers are so large. Yeah. You don't need. But go to Stanford. Yep. Go to well, a couple of different colleges. Auburn had them last year when mm-hmm. we were down there. They've got a little hood on the top of them. You can't even tell there's a lights on in the neighborhood. A swing and a miss. McIntyre goes down on the curveball, shaking his head. The Cougars scored two runs on three base hits. There were no errors. And two men left on base. We're through seven now. 13-3 Cougars leading the Dons on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Jonathan Allen steps in for the Dons. The left fielder, he's 0 for 3 today. Had a chance in the first, but grounded into an inning-inning double play and then grounded out to Matthews in the fourth, on by way of an error in the sixth. And here's the 1-0. Ball hit, Matthews. Uh, Gobbles it up, and he will throw him out. Good play by Carson Matthews. He's played a very good uh, defensive second base these last couple of weeks since being inserted into that position. He's a good defender. I mean, and moves like, Sue to third with Jacobson getting yep. hurt. Gives him an and opportunity. Kind of Casey back a little bit. Maybe not 100% yet, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. But. The, the thing about Casey is he's almost back. It's if, if he has to dive to his left. He might re-injure it, and and I mean he's gonna he's it, it it's tore, and so it's it makes it tough for him. But uh, so that's the one thing you got to think about is can he make that play to his left? Robert Emery steps in on the first pitch down. Jacobson dove for a ball. I think it was a Cal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a Cal yep. in the made the play. Game. Yeah, made the play, and, and literally couldn't push up. He yeah. was laying on his left side, couldn't push his left hand up to get up. He was just laying there prone on the field. And uh, just couldn't move. And it uh, turns out that it wasn't quite as serious as it might have looked, but he's been on the shelf here for the last uh, 10 days or so. He's been working extremely hard, therapy twice a day with our trainer because he wants to finish his senior year. Ball and a strike. Fastball over for a strike from Bo Burrup. Well, things couldn't have gone any better for the Cougars. They got to Jordan Wood, uh, a, a tremendous outing. Gave him seven-plus innings. Get Burr up a little bit of work here and uh, with a big lead. Probably save the rest of that bullpen for the next two days. Ball fouled off, one and two the count. Cougars, each Cougar on the in the lineup has scored once, at least once. And six of the Cougars have at least two hits each. Cougars have pounded out 15 base hits in the ballgame. That pitch is down low for ball two. Three 
Two and two the count, one man out. Top of the eighth. Boy, pitch just missed. And the count goes to three and two. Cougars uh, looking to go to 32 and 13 on the year. And a very important 16th win in the conference. And here is the 3-2 pitch. Ball a little bit low for ball four. Emory's a good little hitter. He's got a good eye. Those are borderline pitches down. One out walk. And that will bring up um, Jacob Westerman, who walked his only time up in the game. And eventually came around to score the third run for the Dons. One man out, one man on, and Westerman hammers one center field. That ball is going to drop in front of Jelilich. And the base runner will hold at second base, so runners at first and second on the walk and the hit, and that will bring Jacob Munoz to the plate. Looks like 23 is going to pinch run at second. And 23 will run for Emery. And Emory almost looks like he's hurt a little bit jogging into the dugout. 23, uh, Jordan Barkas, a senior out of Keezer, Oregon, into the game. One man out, two man on. Munoz has been up once. He's single. And here's the pitch. Burrup, and that's a line shot uh, that is caught. Out there by Jackson Clough for out number two. A good swing right there. Line drive. Jackson Clough, good hops there. Shows off his athletic ability. I'll bring McCarthy to the plate. He's the catcher for the Dons. Jackson had to go up the ladder there. Good base running right there, especially yeah. by a pinch runner who just came in the game. You might want to be over-aggressive there. I, I agree. Man, your initial reaction is to get on the horse and go. And we got another pinch hitter here, 31. Yeah, 31, uh, Chase Hodgkinson, a junior out of Melbourne, Australia. I want to know yeah. that story. First pitch is outside. I thought they played cricket down there. I didn't know they played yeah. baseball. I want to know that story 100%. Barkas is a infielder right-handed pitcher. Or no, this isn't Barkas. This is uh, was an, uh, Hodgkinson is a, uh, as a catcher. And he played at the Lower Columbia College up in Washington. That pitch is down low. 2-0 oh the count. Two balls, no strikes. To Hodgkinson, who is in for McCarthy, and I'm sure he'll be behind the plate here in the bottom of the eighth. Pitch is over for a strike.
So the uh, flight arrangements for the conference tournament, either fly into Oakland or Sacramento. I've never done the Sacramento thing. but We can never fly into Sac. You could. We can't yeah. because they don't, they don't have a big enough plane. It's one of those small jets that won't let us book as many seats. 2-1 pitch is fouled off. I know it's about half the time to get yeah. there. And it's, uh, you know, I was looking at it today, and there's about six or seven flights a day. So, don't know. So, we'll go into Oakland, like always, possibly San Jose, but uh, usually Oakland, and then uh, head up the hill from there. Yeah, Oakland, a great airport, I think. I mean, it's it's small, well, but it's, it's easy for us easy to get in, out of easy there. Out. Yeah. The bus is always in a good location. You don't have to go to seven different places and makes it nice. Timeout called. The hard part about that conference tournament is it's kind of an open-ended flight. You don't book your return. So you just kind of wait and see how you do. You can do that as a group. Yeah. A little tougher to do that as an individual. That ball fouled off. And the count remains at two and two. To Chase Hodkison. The worst was a few years ago uh, when we went to the regional. Trying to get a flight home, we had to go on three different flights because we just could not get home all together because it was on, you know, one day notice. I think that was down at Stanford, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. You can fly out of San Jose, Oakland. You've got some options. Uh, San Francisco, also an option. Sacramento, an option. There's a strike three called, and Borup with a good inning. Gave up one hit, but no runs. We're through seven and a half, 13-3. Cougars leading San Francisco on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. New pitcher for the Dons. I think the number, I think it's, is it 41? It'd be really nice if our stat crew could, like, hurry up and show us what's there. Benji Post, right-handed pitcher out of uh, Rolling Hills, California. Sometimes, Brent, it's just hard to get good help, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. Yep. And they don't even know when they're, bad, when yeah. they're being called bad yeah. help. Yeah, when, when they're being called bad help and they still don't know, he's panicked trying to figure out where everyone is. We have one of the best. Jordan Christiansen is awesome. He helps us out a ton. And even when you say nice things about him, they don't listen. So what can we do? said a couple of nice things about him on the air this year. I think he appreciated. I think so, yeah. Benji Post, uh, this will be his eighth appearance, 14.73 earned run average. So in three innings, giving up six uh, hits, seven runs. So Post on here to pitch the bottom of the eighth. And Keaton Kringlin will lead it off against uh, Benji Post. And the first pitch is inside ball one. Pitch is high and tight. 2-0 the count to Keaton. Keaton has scored a run, but he doesn't have a hit. He does have a sacrifice bunt in the third. He is 0 for 2 today. Average now a 246 on the year for Kringlin. Pitch is inside for ball three. Two 
Cougars 13 runs, 15 base hits. And after that big six-run fifth, this game was pretty much over. That pitch is inside for a ball. So Kringle with a leadoff walk here in the eighth. That'll bring up uh, Carson Matthews. Now we're going to have a pinch runner. Uh, Zach Peterson, Mr. Grand Slam, into the ball game. I was talking to somebody in the ballpark today that said they had been listening to that game. And Zach Peterson, first collegiate hit, a Grand Slam home run, and extra innings to win a ball game. Well, Pretty he's, amazing. Not a walk-off because Pacific still had to come in. Yeah. That four-run spot in the top of the 10th was enough. That was a pretty special moment that that kid will never forget. And I actually like that nickname you just named him because, I mean, when you only have one hit on the year and that's what it is and you only have one hit in your career, you're Mr. Grand Slam. I'm all for it. stick it on him. I'm all for it. Zach has been used as kind of a defensive specialist throughout the year. Mainly at second base can really pick it out of Riverton High School. I think he's probably... What, 30 appearances, 20, 20, 20 appearances probably on the year? I'm going to tell you. Coming in defensively? Uh, 18, okay. 18 appearances, two starts. Pitches over for a strike to Matthews. Looks like we got Ryan Brady down there in the bullpen. Probably see him in the ninth, which is a good spot for him to throw because you, you like no pressure leverage situations for him to get his work in and get back. His last inning, you know, he threw at San Diego State was pretty good. Breaking ball was better, and it's just a long process. Here's the 0-1. There's a ground ball into the hole. That should be a base hit. Throw to second. Boy, they got him. I didn't think they could get him. Zach must have gotten a bad jump on that one. The ball was hit so deep in the hole that I thought he could beat it. One man out, one man on. And I think Carson Matthews thought he had a base hit right there when it came off the bat. That's a couple of base hits that he's taken away today. And ooh, ooh man. I think he beat it. Umpire might be a little cold out there. Yeah, I won't, yeah. You won't say anything bad anymore. Nope. Nope. It's a tough play. I'll just say that. So Matthews on in the fielder's choice. And the pitch to Jelich is outside ball one. Danny having himself a good ball game. He's 3-4-3 today with a pair of RBIs. He was, first time up, he was hit by a pitch. And since then, he's doubled and had a pair of singles. His last uh, single was an infield single. So one man out, one man on. And the pitch to Jelich, that hit him again. Well, as we've mentioned, uh, Danny leads the team in being hit by pitches. I want to say now he's like in the top 10 in the country at being hit. That's number 13 now. I know he's leading uh, the Cougars by a lot. Well, the next to him is uh, McIntyre's been hit nine times. Clough and Sue have both been hit eight times, but now Jelich. 13, time, 13 times being plunked. Top of the order, Brian Sue. Had an RBI single his last time up. He's now one for four with two RBIs in the game. And the pitch to Sue is over for a strike. Benji Post, the senior, getting a little work here in game one. 
And here is the 0-1. That pitch is down low for a ball. It's probably Jelly's career high type on base percentage. He's on base 5 for 5 with three hits, two RBIs, and two hit by pitches. So have a day, Jell Lich. It's good things happen when he gets on base. Yeah, I'm it's true. You. You've been saying it all year. Put so much pressure defensively on you. That ball is fouled down the third base side. Of course, uh, Danny's brother played at Pepperdine. His other brother's in professional baseball. Yeah, his uh, brother Jeff at UCLA was a first-round draft pick. One ball and two strikes. And here are the right-hander. Rocks and fires, and that pitch is outside for ball two. My favorite part of the Jellich family is that their mom, every time we're in California, she bakes homemade cookies. Cookie time. Yep, oh, it's cookie time. That's the only thing that made that long bus ride back from San Diego at, you know, did 11 I, o'clock at night. How did I miss that? You didn't. Yeah, sorry. I think you were still was, packing up in the, in in the yeah, press box. You, you know, oh. oh, that ball hit Sue. So Brian, I think, is hit by a pitch. That's his ninth time this year. Where'd that get him? Looked like on the thigh, maybe. He got yeah. hit down to San Diego State. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right on the thigh. And now that's the second visit, and we're going to get a new pitcher for San Francisco. We'll take a 90-second break. Be back with more Cougar Baseball action on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Well, we're back here as we are in the bottom of the eighth. Cougars have loaded them up, only one man down. They lead uh, 13-3 already. New pitcher for San Francisco is Scott uh, Jordan Barkas, 23. So Barkas into the game, and he will face uh, Noah Hill with the bases loaded. Noah has a couple of hits today. He's a two for five. Flew out to deep center field his last time up. And Barkas's first pitch is up high, ball one. Barkas' 11th appearance, 9.35 earned run average, no wins, no losses. So in eight innings, giving up 13 base hits. Ryan Brady continuing to throw, so you've got to believe uh, he'll be brought out in the ninth in relief of uh, Burrup. And then you'd have Burrup uh, available, you know, yep. a, as a left-hander for the last couple of games. 2-0 and all the count on Hill. Sixth at-bat of the game for Hill. That's just crazy. That's, that's when things are going good. 2-0 pitch. That's up high ball three. So Barkus having a hard time finding the strike zone. As Hill steps back to the plate. And the 3-0 pitch, that's over for a strike. 
it's kind of a funny situation. They actually pinched Rand Barkas last inning in the DH spot, so he's the DH. Then they bring him into pitch because yeah. you can do that. So. Yeah, that was w weird. I, yeah. I knew kind of a fun way. announced his name as a, as a pinch runner. 3-1 pitch. We're seeing all sorts of different ways of using that yes, this year. That are. ball is pitches up for a, a ball. Give Noah Hill an RBI his 15th of the year on the walk with bases loaded. Easiest RBI of the year. As Matthews comes in. Jolich moves to third base, uh, Sue to second. Two grand slams and in a, in a game. And Brock Hale steps in. He's had one grand slam. That was back in the fifth, and he's got a chance for another one here. And you got to believe he's that's in the. He's thinking about that right now. As Brock hit his ninth home run earlier. And here is Barkas's pitch, and that is on the inside corner for call strike one. I would not want to face Brock Hill right now if you're Barkas. Hill uh, steps back in. And the pitch is up high for ball one. I would think that right now Brock Hill has got to be one of the leading candidates for player of the year He's, in the conference. You know, him and Jackson both have yeah. really good resumes for that. Both, both so those guys. Just hope they don't take votes from each other. Hard to argue with <laughs> either one. 1-1 one, one pitch. That's up high. Ball two. 86 on that fastball from uh, Barkas. Well, dead red here. 2-1 count. 14-3. Cougars leading. As we are in the bottom of the eighth. And here's Barkas' pitch, and uh, that's a little bit low for ball three. Clough is on deck. There have been two walks and two hit batters in the inning. Cougars do not even have a hit in the inning. And that pitch is outside ball four, so Barkas uh, walks in another run. RBI for Hale, his fifth of the night. As Jelilich comes in, Sue moves to third, Hill to second, and uh, Clough coming to the plate with Rock Hill at first base. 49 RBIs on the year. Got a great chance to get 50 right here. 50 RBIs. Collegiate season, yeah. that's pretty special. Yeah, unbelievable. Pitch to Clough. That hits him. Yep. There's that's the third hit batter, and that's RBI number 50 for Clough. Oh, and the wheels fall off sometimes, Brent. They fall off yeah, hard. Yeah, this is very unfortunate. Well, and... and I don't know how many appearances Barkas has on the year, but there's a reason why they brought him in this game right here because they didn't want to waste any of their best arms. Now Sapiti steps in. Ryan has a couple of doubles in the ballgame. Two RBIs. Sapiti comes to the plate. And the first pitch is fouled off for strike one. You are sitting right on a fastball right now. 
Because you know Barkas just trying to throw strikes. Well, how about this, Brent? We've scored three runs, and we've had three walks and three hit-by-pitches. Don't even have a hit in the inning. I'll guarantee that's that's a, some kind of record. I'm yeah, sure it's you, not a record that's ever been. Yeah, you, you're not keeping track of. But you don't want that one. Here's the 0-1. Sapiti checks his swing on a curveball and is able to hold up. Sixteen to three, the scores. The Cougars have added three more here in the bottom of the eighth. Mm. There's a fastball outside corner for a strike. Ball and two strikes to the freshman. And here is the pitch. Checked his swing on a pitch. It was down low, two and two. You can see right there, speedy, pretty good curveball. Just having a hard time throwing it for strikes right now. Good call by and the umpire. Speedy able to hold up. Two balls and two strikes. Ball fouled off again, up off the screen. Good pitch to hit right there. It was right down the middle. You know, the thing about this Cougar team that's been impressive this year is that when when they have a bad game, when they you know, like at San Diego State, they, you know they're able to rebound. I yep. mean, they don't let it bother them. They come back. In fact, if anything, they come back stronger. The the first game at LMU, yep. 5-1 loss, did not look good. Came out maybe Friday and played one of their best games of the year. And then Saturday even better. So you're right. Been able to respond to those type of games. Two and two the count. And the pitch to Sapiti is outside ball three. Well, I look at the biggest test this year for this team, Brent, in my opinion, that really changed the course of what this team could do was after we lost that controversial heartbreaker. Right? San Diego State. We played, Diego. We, we played awful in game one against San Diego, and they beat us. And then we kind of got hosed in game two and losing extra innings. And then we came out Saturday with an absolute purpose. 3-2 pitch, another walk, another run, 17-3. So now three hit batters and four walks. There's been eight guys coming to the plate. And we are going to the bullpen again, I think. Yeah, and so we were able to come back after that heartbreaking loss in extra innings against San Diego in a huge early season matchup and played our, had our, probably our best offensive game of the year that Saturday and responded. And really since then, the team's really, we've won every series since then and just kind of been really rolling. All right, we're going to get a new pitcher for San Francisco. We'll take a break right after this on your new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. 17-3, Cougars lead. Ryan Cowdery into the game. Freshman out of Phoenix, Saharo High School. And he's got the highest area in the team. Uh, Cowdery, uh, area a little over 22. He's had five appearances. He's thrown three and two-thirds, given up nine hits, nine runs. And, and the worst news, he's given up eight walks in those three and two-thirds. So let's hope he can throw some strikes here. Never want to see a team self-destruct like this. So McIntyre steps in. 
Cougars have put four on the board here without getting a base hit. McIntyre steps in. He is two for five today. His average now 3.02 as he comes to the plate. And Cowdery from the stretch. First pitch is over for a call strike. Brent, look who's on deck. Zach Peterson, Mr. Grand Slam. Yep. And we have bases loaded, possibly again. Could happen. No balls and a strike. And that pitch is a wild one. Good job by the catcher back there who's into the ball game, uh, Chase Hodkison. So one ball and one strike to McIntyre. He's the ninth guy to come up, so the Cougars have hit around in three innings here in this game. The first, the fifth, and here in the eighth. Another wild one. Boy, good job by Hodgkinson just to get the body out in front and knock that thing down, or it would have cost him another run. That's a really good block. I doubt Brock Hill would have tried to score on that, just with the, the score the way it is and kind of respect that we have for each other in the programs. Two balls, one strike. And McIntyre set at the plate. Here's the 2-1. Swing and a miss for strike two. And the count two and two to uh, McIntyre. Here's the pitch. That ball's hit hard. Could be two on to second for one. The return to first, not in time. So an RBI for McIntyre on the ground out. Cougars score their 18th run. Cougars have runners at the corners for Mr. Grand Slam. So, unfortunately... No chance for Mr. Grand Slam for another Grand Slam. Yeah, I'm disappointed that he didn't have a chance for that second Grand Slam in his career. Brock Hale scored on the ground out, and Zach steps in. Zach Peterson, uh, 13 at-bats, one hit. That was a big one. A Grand Slam at Pacific in extra innings to help the Cougars uh, to a big win down there. And help them uh, sweep that series. Pitches inside ball one. Here's the 1-0. Zach swings and misses. One ball and one strike. A ball and a strike, two men out, runners at the corners. Cougars have scored five here in the eighth. Pitch is up a little bit high for a ball. 
Five runs on no hits and no errors. That's the crazy that is stat. Unbelievable. <laughs> just a few walks and a few hit batters just, thrown in. Just a few. A couple of fielders' choices. One off the bat of Matthews, one off the bat of McIntyre. Pitches down low. Three and one the count. And Matthews is on deck. Here is the pitch from Cowdery, three and one. Down low in the dirt again, and uh, bases loaded again. Here for the Cougars. And uh, Matthews stepping in. So the Cougars with Peterson at first, McIntyre at second, Clough at third. And Matthews stepping in, and I'll guarantee this kid's thinking home run. Mm-hmm. First pitch, ball hit foul down the third baseline. Yeah, it's not too often you see in a collegiate baseball game five runs scored in an inning without a hit. Yeah, you just don't see that very often. I wonder if there's a record. I wonder if that's I wonder if they keep that in the record book. Even if they do our SID's looking at us like I'm not looking that up. Well not right now, but maybe in the wee hours of the morning he yeah. can look that up. I prefer the email at about four or five in the morning. It really gets my day started, so get just, to work on that just Jordan. No text. Yeah, please don't text. Early. One and one the count to Matthews. As he will step back in. And Cowdery's pitch. Matthews, little looper. Shallow center. Second baseman going out, and that's going to drop. Two runs are going to score. So that is a single by Matthews, and the score goes to 20-3. to Oh, we finally got our first hit of the inning. Cougars. Matthews single and picks up a couple of RBIs. Seven runs in the inning, and Jelich steps in now with runners at the corners. Danny's still looking for that perfect night. He's been hit twice and has three hits. He's been on base all five times. And Jelich fouls this one up off his foot. Goes right back to the pitcher. Up to 320 now on his batting average. On base, on base percentage close to 420. You know, the amazing thing, when you look at his strikeout, or, or high, very high, uh, 34 strikeouts, it just shows you when he gets the ball, just puts it in play. Yep. You, um, put, you take away half those strikeouts, and he's yeah. batting over 400. Yeah. 0-1, the count. 
Oh, that pitch my hits, Jill. He's been hit me? three times. Unbelievable. Now, that's got to be a record. we got to look that one up. Three times, twice in the same inning. Believable. Wow. Three hits, three hit by pitches. And now we are going to have Austin Deming come in and hit for Brian Sue. So Deming, the freshman, will come in and take over at third base for Sue. And the score 20 to 3 now, BYU. Deming with an opportunity here with the bases loaded. And again, the pitch is down low for a ball. And now the pitching coach uh, out of the dugout. Is that your, uh, that's the pitching coach there. Out to slowly to the mound. Talking to his left-hander, trying to get him to settle down and just throw some strikes. Cougars with seven here in the eighth on just one base hit. Cougars with Zach Peterson at third, Carson Matthews at second, Danny Jelilich at first. And Deming at the plate. Jelilich has been hit three times tonight. Twice here in the eighth inning. As the Cougars are sending the 13th man to the to the plate. And Cowdery, the lefty, first pitch is down low for a ball. I'll tell you, that uh, young catcher from uh, Australia, he has, uh, he's had to do this whole inning. <laughs> it's like uh, he's caught an entire ball game. Here's the 2-0 pitch, or the 1-0 pitch to Deming, and that's over for a strike. Fifteen hundred and fifty-four in the ballpark tonight. There's a ball hit right at the second baseman. He's got it. He'll go to the bag for the force. And the Cougars finally retired. Seven runs. One hit. No errors. Three runners left. We're through eight. Twenty to three. BYU over San Francisco on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Go to the top of the ninth. Cougars leading 20-3. to The last uh, time the Cougars scored 20 runs in a game, it was right here. They beat Portland by a score of 23-19. to Ryan Brady is going to be brought on to pitch for BYU.
This uh, the, the uh, four hit batters in the inning tied a record in NCAA history for batters hit in one inning. Tied for fifth in uh, batters hit in one inning. And the first pitch from Ryan Brady, a ground ball. Matthews has got it second, long throw to first, and he is safe at first base. That's Cordero. As Matthews had to go deep into the hole, made a good play, but just unable to throw him out. Leadoff single here in the ninth. Deming is at third base for BYU. And now the top of the order. Number eight, that's uh, Jason Kresge. Left-handed hitter will step in. And the pitch from Brady's over for a strike. 89-mile-an-hour fastball there from Ryan. For those of you who don't remember Ryan, Ryan injured himself uh, last year in one of the very first series. We were over in Hawaii. Had to have Tommy John surgery and still coming back from that, rehabbing and You can see the velocity, really good, 89 here tonight. Kresge, the hitter, with a runner at first base. And the Cougars with a 17-run lead. There's a ground ball. Hit out to Clough. He throws to second for one. They get the lead runner. Good play by Jackson Clough there. Kresge on in the fielder's choice, one man out. And that will bring uh, Jack Winkler to the plate. Or no, not Winkler. That is, uh, yeah, it is uh, Winkler. He replaced just about everybody else in the lineup, but not Winkler. Winkler is one for four today. And the first pitch from Ryan Brady. 90-mile-an-hour fastball right over the heart of the plate for strike one. Brady, a redshirt freshman. Got a medical redshirt due to the injury last year real early in the season. For Brady, this is his uh, sixth appearance on the year. A swing and a miss, one and two. Winkler, the shortstop out of Littleton, Colorado. Fastball just a little bit low for a ball. Cougars still have a couple of guys down in the pen, not throwing, just watching the ball game. The uh, San Francisco pen has been deserted. Fly ball, Brock Hale in right field, back a couple of steps. He's there. And we'll make the catch for the out. So two men down. Cougars uh, one out away from win number 28 of the year, or win number 32 of the year. And West Coast Conference uh, 16th win. As Riley Helen, number 20, uh, Matthew 
Denables is hitting. First pitch from Ryan Brady inside corner fastball for a strike. Minimal 6'4", 175-pound junior out of Prescott Valley, Arizona. And here is Brady's 0-1. Ball hit right at Matthews. This should do it. He's up with it. Goes to second. And the Cougars win this one by a score of 20-3. Played a very good baseball game in the opener of this uh, three-game series against uh, the San Francisco Dons. We'll be back with a post game right after this on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 